Happy Friday. It's Friday, June 17th, 2022. I'm Kevin Roman. I'm a designer, stylist, and generally all-around happy guy. Every week, we share a great thought and a great song. Here, everyone deserves a dose of encouragement, a fun tune, and a reason to smile. This is Happy Friday. Happy Friday, happy heat wave. I returned home from a little trip to a heat wave that's sweeping across the Midwest right now. And I also returned to some headlines that have me a little heated. Between that and some summer reading, this month is turning out hotter than I expected. I've had a lot of good thinking time lately. Vacations are great. They don't just give you a change of scenery. They give your body a break from its normal routine, and they give your mind a little space to think about something different for a change. Because of that, I can get out of sync with what's been in the news. So when I returned from this trip last week, I saw these headlines in my newsfeed. Armed white nationalist extremists menace Idaho Pride event. Turkish police violently attack students at Ankara Pride March. Arizona state senator promotes anti-vaxxer vowing to hunt LGBT supporters. South Carolina House candidate advocates executing supporters of LGBT rights. We have become so used to bad news that you can become numb to it. But here it is right in front of us. In 2022, We have political parties in this country advocating, let's kill the gays. This is an idea and a worldview that is so abhorrent and opposed to what we should be as a country and as a human race that it's worth calling out for what it is. Evil. Which got me thinking, how does someone arrive at this kind of worldview? I've spent a long time thinking about this. A lifetime, actually. And how do any of us examine the universe and come to our perspective of right and wrong? Well, here are a few methods people have used in the past. One, someone tells you. Someone else tells you what is right and wrong. It can be written into laws or just written into books. Know any? This is the easiest system Because you don't have to decide it. You don't have to agree with it. You barely have to think about it. Because they're not your thoughts. This view doesn't have much room for asking why. Why? Because I said so. This may be the easiest option, but it's also the laziest. And as a result, the least responsible. We are intelligent, inquisitive beings. We can do better. A second method, your culture tells you what's right and wrong. This is a step forward because it's more responsive to people and the times, but can be inconsistent and gets bogged down in situational ethics, which at times are necessary, but you can flail around a bit if there's no real guidance to direct the why. See a theme here? A third system adds a little bit of guidance and is based on intent. We do good because we mean well. 
but that relies heavily on the discipline of individuals, which isn't always dependable. And this really is affected by emotion, which is problematic. We all know the saying, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So intent may not be the strongest foundation to build a worldview. So those are a few methods of building a personal, ethical worldview, but they're incomplete. How can we orchestrate balance between personal freedom and moral responsibility? I mean, look at us. We are created with such amazing intelligence and organizational minds. This is where my summer reading comes in. I'll put this book in the show notes, What is Good and Why? by Richard Kraut, professor in the humanities at Northwestern here in Chicago. This is my summer reading. Kraut describes a theory of well-being where the good for any human is defined as the state of, and I love this word, flourishing. The enjoyment of the development and exercise of its capacities, be they cognitive, physical, sensual, or social. Simply put, good is living your best possible life. We are created to be our best developed selves. But not just humans, all living creatures are at their best good when they are developing to their best capability. We're talking true actualization. But just as no one is an island, our own good is inextricably tied to the good of others. We all affect each other, which keeps us in check and tempers our selfishness and vanity. And so goodness is not a goal pursued in isolation, but in balance with the whole world, developing to its best example. What I love about this thinking is it emphasizes what is actually good for us, not just what we might desire or what we might think is good. And while it acknowledges that there is value in hedonism, it's not completely self-centered. We are, after all, intended to live and to live abundantly. Pleasure does have its place in the world, both individual and universal. It also instructs us to enjoy what is good while rejecting what I call an edict-based morality. It honors the creation that we are and thereby the creator. What better glory do you reflect on your creator than shining to your best potential? That's what we're made for. It accommodates infinite individual situations without compromising our moral goals. We're not just given a rules checklist. This is a method of thinking and evaluating good and bad outcomes. And it presents a thorough, broad definition of the why. I believe the why is such an important aspect of the human mind. We are intended to be intelligent, thinking beings, or we wouldn't have those capabilities. As humans, we don't just accept concepts without contemplation. I realized a while ago that everything you know about religion is hearsay. I'll say that again because this is a big one. We could talk for days about this alone. Everything you know about religion is hearsay. Well, this concept supersedes religion, 
but is compatible whether you're a believer or not and gives deeper meaning to good than just goodness for goodness sake. And it motivates actions based on potential, not punishment. In 1968, gay rights activist Frank Kameny coined the phrase, gay is good. This was revolutionary, almost blasphemous to me, that someone could attach this positive moral label to who I was. As I've said, that was not the messaging I was getting growing up. I wish I had had more voices to tell me, you are not a bad person. There were some, and they know who they are, but oh, how I wish there had been more. But I was lucky, and in the end, I was relatively quick to accept myself. You can only entertain foolishness for so long. That's called pride. But I still wish I could reach back and tell my younger self like I would tell anybody today who needed to hear it. This is not a curse God has given you. You are wonderfully made and full of unlimited potential. You are good. People that want to control you, especially if they use religion, are not interested in your well-being. They have their own agenda. One thing I've learned with age is I am much more willing to speak out, to be a voice, in all ways, big and small, to anyone that needs to hear what I needed to hear. I said last week that you never know how far you'll go until you put yourself out there. So don't be afraid to call out the bad players when they're working against good. That's what Danish newcomer E.G. says in this week's song, Bad Person. I hope you like it. Every week, find a link to Friday's song in the show notes in your podcast app and online at the website happyfriday.fm. And remember, you are good. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have any great summer reading lined up? My Uncle Jack always said, a reader is a leader. Was this heavy? I promise, next week will be all fun where we tackle the concept of reality. <laughs> that should be easy. Connect with me online and on Instagram at happyfriday.fm. And now go have a happy Friday.